0: Welcome to the Be The Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to the Be The Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad that you came back to join me today. The theme of today's episode, the glue that holds each one of these stories together, is the power of the connection. A few weeks ago, we talked about disconnecting and how that changes things. Today, we're hearing stories about how being present in the moment, being aware, and seeing what's around you can really help deepen connections with people, places, things, and sometimes even yourself. I hope today's stories inspire you as much as they inspired me. Our first story today comes from a conversation that I had with Joe. Joe and I share a lot of interests. Joe's a psychologist. And he's been working very hard to help promote the new program in Tanzania reaching children's potential for global volunteers. So it wasn't a big surprise when our conversation turned to how people see themselves and how they see themselves in relation to other people. It's a fascinating conversation and Joe had this really interesting take on what happens when people put themselves in a situation where they've never been before with people they've never met
1: but I think the most compelling thing that happens on a global volunteer trip is the fact that you interact with so many like-minded people at, at the same time there for a common purpose um, and sometimes a lot of the people that do these trips you know may have felt as an outsider at some point in time, you know, either because they're, because they're very interested in one aspect of, of academia or because they, weren't, they were, uh, they, they were su- successful professionally, perhaps that other parts of their life weren't as developed or whatever. But all of a sudden you have a group of people that are just like you, <laughs> you know, maybe have different skill sets, but are there because something has drawn them to reach out further than where they are to help somebody. And I think that's the most profound feeling when you are around those other people and you connect within 24 hours, like you've known them forever. Because in a way you have. There are people that are like you deep down and have called them to come to the same place you are. There's it's a wonderful feeling.
0: In some cases making a connection with other people really requires overcoming bits and pieces of who you are and how you see yourself and how you present yourself to the world. This next story is one of those cases. This is a two-part story and it comes from a conversation with a young man that we've heard from before. Mike. Mike co-led an alternative spring break trip for a group of his contemporaries at his college. In the first part of this story, Mike talks about how he sees himself, his personality, and how he thought that was going to affect his service program. Let's listen in.
2: Um, I think so. Part I was really nervous for a couple of reasons. I think the, um, I'm, you know, I'm generally kind of like an introverted person. Um, so, and, you know, putting myself out there to teach English or, I mean, converse in English even. Um, even So even with Frank, who spoke advanced English, um, kind of pushing on, uh, kind of forcing two hours of small talk is very difficult, especially for someone so introverted as me. Um, so I think I was really nervous about that. I was really very worried about kind of sitting down with someone and, you know, talking with them, especially if there's a really strong language barrier, because my other worry was I don't speak any Spanish at all. So, um, you know, if I say something that they don't understand, that's it there's really kind of no no way around that so i think i think just kind of the the as i was thinking about it the kind of sheer difficulty in my mind of the task um worried you
0: you had large hurdles to overcome yeah yeah So the next part of this story takes a bit of a twist. You have this young man who looks at himself as an introvert and is really rather nervous about the whole situation. And then he finds himself in his first session of English conversation with an adult from Cuba. What happens next is really kind of wonderful.
2: So on Monday for English conversations, um, the kind of the guy I was working with was the surgeon. He's 55 years old, something like that. Um, and, you know, he works all day as a surgeon. Um, and then he comes, uh, he takes like, I think he said, like an hour bus ride to come speak with us and improve his already advanced English. Um, and I had him again on Wednesday. And on Monday, I was really nervous. I and mean, in general, I was really nervous about these English conversations, about how they would go. Um, but on Wednesday, I had him again, and we were able to really just chat and we talked about his family he showed me pictures from like he goes to these like conferences with like other surgeons um in Cuba he like has traveled throughout the island he was telling me about like um holidays and when he sold his car because the Cuban government finally allowed things like that um and it was really just a really I mean I think the connections that we formed are generally the most meaningful part of the trip but um especially kind of my experience with Frank was just Um, Being able to connect so closely with someone who I, like, I thought I wouldn't be able to connect with them because, you know, none of them, very few people speak really advanced English. Um, And so in my experience, I thought it would be really kind of difficult to make those connections, and um, I could with Frank, and it was a really kind of powerful experience for me.
0: Our next story came from a conversation that I had with Tim. We've heard from Tim before. Tim has been on 19 Global Volunteers Service programs throughout the years and is now preparing for his 20th. So Tim has a pretty good perspective on what it feels like to be a part of a group. This particular story came from a conversation that we were having about Global Volunteers philosophy of service. The practice of only going where invited and only serving under the direction of local leaders. I love listening to Tim's take on these situations and how all of it rolls together for him. Let's listen in as he talks about the philosophy of service, groups of people, connecting with others, and how it all really fits together for him. But
2: I actually feel when I come from each trip that I've come back, I, I get a feeling that i just participated with a group of people in helping promote a positive change in a place where we've been invited to participate and where people have really appreciated and wanted our support. And, and that's very gratifying. Um, and I, again, it's just part of why I enjoy doing this is because it just allows me the opportunity to give back to the community um, in a broader sense.
0: Our final segment today comes from a conversation that I had with Gila, much like my connection with our first storyteller today, Joe. Gila and I share a lot of interests. And actually, we're both preparing to go to Tanzania to work on the Reaching Children's Potential program. Because we share so many interests and we're working toward common goals, Gila and my conversations often go to places where there just aren't any boundaries. In this part of this conversation, Gila was talking about how the connections that she made with people in St. Lucia on her very first Global Volunteers trip made her more of how she sees herself and really how she wants to see herself and how she wants to present to the rest of the world. I was so inspired by Gila's words.
3: Oh, that's so easy because it is life changing. It is life altering. And while while it's life altering to the people for whom you go to volunteer for, it's far more life altering for yourself. You think it's selfless. It is, uh, it isn't, it's really selfish. You come back with so much more than you gave so, so, so much more than you, than you gave. Um, And I can only speak for myself that it made me a, uh, a kinder person, a warmer person. I'm not a judgmental person to begin with, but even less judgmental and, and, perspective that's really what it did is it gives me gives you tremendous tremendous perspective of 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 how fortunate we are and not against what people have or don't have but just a good sense of perspective Um, always nice to see another part of the world from where you're from and get out of your bubble
0: thing that I enjoyed most about all of these stories, and I think it's that one thing that held them all together, is the fact that when you connect with other people, that you see things in yourself in a little bit of a different way and under a different light. Sometimes enough of a different light that it can change your perception of who you are and how you fit in the world. Or sometimes it just shines that spotlight on those things that you really value and makes you a little bit more. Thank you so much for joining me today. In our next episode, we take that connection with other people in a slightly different direction. Our next set of storytellers talk about connections that they made with local people that they worked with in community while they were on a project and what they saw in those people and how that connection was meaningful for each of them. Here's a little sample. And when I came back the second time, she said, Oh, I want I want you to see this museum in town. I think you'll like it. It has a photo essay about this and that if you're free on Saturday. So I went and we talked. And she said to me when we were parting, she said, I'm so glad that you came back because when you're here, it lifts my spirits. If you'd like to learn more about anyone featured in today's episode, go to be the change.blog. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a global volunteer service program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.